on last week's Irrevelations. On my left page is the last chapter of Job. On my right page is the first chapter of Psalms. And they're just at odds. It feels like if they made Randy Newman king. Kugel also has a big section of his Psalms chapter where he looks at Ugaritic texts, which were found, you know, they're like a... Chinese Muslims, yeah. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Yeah, right. This is the perfect verse. I'm worn out from my groaning. We should go to like uh, one of the Navajo reservations and just go to the church. And the guy's like, praise Jesus. We just spit in his face. We're back to feel good bullshit. And you're just like, uh, yeah, God, come into me. Come into me. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. <sighs> so I'm getting old, man. I know we're too young yeah, maybe to say that, that technically, but I'm falling apart. Never too young to say you're getting old. Yeah. Just mowing, mowing my lawn today, that's all. And I have a small yard, you've seen it. I, you and I'm dying. have a small yard. I'm dying right now. <laughs> my back hurts. My ass Aww. hurts for some reason. Aww. Old as well, shit. Well, I mean, you've 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 had your ass kicked quite a lot. I'm surprised. So, so. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, um, I don't know. I, uh, I I'm putting in like sprinkler systems. This isn't interesting to anybody, but I'm putting yeah, in it is. I like it. And I've just been so after you know like five o'clock in the afternoon. It's it's fucking boiling hot here in Orlando already, and five o'clock in the afternoon is about the earliest I can even get out there either early morning, which I'm not going to really get too much into it, but or in the afternoon where I'm like, all right, I'm ready to fucking work. Yeah. Um, dig in trenches, dig in trenches. Like, uh, you know, like, a, like, a, I don't know, a Cambodian getting, yeah, ready yeah. For the, getting ready for the squats, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, to, um, to, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? But uh, you know, the point is like, I'm digging, and it's not just that I'm digging, but I'm digging like at a spot three feet below my feet. Uh-huh. But my, you know, but I'm standing on the the normal ground level, then having to like dip down and do like you know, hundreds of feet of uh, yeah. trench line. It's just that's awful. You know, e- even my, I, I, and I think it's the white in me that's given out, which is why I'm doing better <laughs> than you because I got ha- there's half Mexican in me that's just like this is fine, stronger is blood than I. Yeah, 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 you know, made for it. Yeah. Are we just are we turning into like a a dad cast? Are we, are we just going to drink some beers and talk about our house projects? Oh, this knee of mine. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, we we should start something called a uh, Childless Fathers Anonymous. But then oh, we yeah. show up and everyone else that comes thinks it's for people with dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just there cracking like, open beers. I'm like, yeah, this is what yeah. this is about, right? <laughs> Guy pulls out. A, I'm like, I'm like, what do you guys think about this socket wrench? Is this the right size for a lawnmower <laughs> uh, uh, spark plug? And they're like, that'll do it. I'll do it. By the way, I've shown you the picture of my dead kid. 
It's just a picture. It's just a picture of like a red smear on the highway. You're like, what was that about? You're like, he wasn't holding on tight enough it was on the rear of the motorcycle. I was like, huh. Yeah. <sighs> that Man, would be so funny. Much is- we should do that. We should do like a, a, a fucking survivor's guilt fucking group where we're just like, yeah, you see this shit? And it's just it's just pictures of mangled children. Be like, you that's do- me. <laughs> this is No, you just steal videos from watch people die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like something more like like we, we we saw what Rachel Dolezal did. Let's go even deeper into just hardcore just why are you here and why are you trying to impersonate being in here? Yeah, like in Fight Club when he starts going to like every different type of like survivors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. We, we we do that where it's just like, yeah, my child got leukemia at the age of six, and and watching him fight through it was awful. And I'm like, yeah, my kid fucking jumped at a wood chipper. You gotta see this <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, except, I mean, uh, whatever his name was, and Marla and Fight Club, they were going as like some weird sick psychological thing we just want to get content for our comedy yeah yeah we're just we we do it for the lulls we're just like it's 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 like a fucking practical jokers prank video where it's yeah. just people who've dealt with the hardest tragedy a man can find and i'm like you want to see this shit and it's just a kid falling off a plane wing and i'm like yeah what was he even doing out there uh, yeah let him watch twilight zone and he had to try it stupid fucking kid like we just hate our kid you know I told him not to play near the wood chipper. <laughs> It'll suck you right in. And then, and then, and then and that'll be that'll be my persona. And then you're yeah. just there, like, what happened to you? You're like, I told him once. I told him a thousand times. Do not, I killed him. Do yeah. Do not <laughs> go out to the shed. It is locked for a reason. And they're like, what the fuck? What's that? They're like, what that's happened, where I, what that's where I keep Grant? his mother. You know, <laughs> what happened to your kid, Grant? Wouldn't eat his vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> It was a uh, execution style killing. Yeah. Do you ever <laughs> in front of the other kids? Obviously. Let me just give you a fucking tip. This is a pro tip. One dad to another. Do not <laughs> spank your kid next to the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's difficult. You know. Uh, we uh, also. I want to say speaking we are. Of, speaking of audi- terrible fathers, are we ever going to get to Josh Duggar? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I was going to say first off, we need to apologize to the audience. Okay. Why? Um, we never. Do I that. do. I skipped an episode on me. Oh, it's on me. Yeah. I got too busy last week. That's why we didn't have uh, our regular, regularly scheduled yeah. programming. But someone who fucked up even worse than me, you're right, is Josh Ducker. Yeah. We're sorry, Chris. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Josh Ducker. Josh yeah. Ducker. Uh, I've been loving it. Fundy Snark and um, I guess Duggar Snark, the two subreddits that just like to shit on Christians, uh, fundamentalist uh-huh. Christians, are just having their field day. They're just celebrating in the streets. It's like fucking uh, Cinco de Mayo over there, you know? Yeah, um, I could see that, It's, it's which is gross, right? Like, I mean, we're obviously going to make our little jokes about it, but like, if you're mm-hmm. like, if you're like a regular poster and a Duggar-related Snark well, it's, subreddit... It's, 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 it's a snark one. It's it's just making fun of them, you know. Yeah, but that's We're, a little too committed to the. We might like, as I, we might as well be a branch of Fundy Snark, considering the content and our vibe, you know. Dude, we're sussing out this whole Bible thing. All right, we're actually <sighs> we are we are getting into the meat of it. But I, yeah. I feel like I I guess the difference is is that I always thought of this podcast coming from a a core principle of trying that the people I knew 
would be in like, oh yeah, the, the Bible's garbage and it does this, this, you know, or not the Bible's garbage, but like, like, oh yeah, you know, sinners and, and non-believers, they're, they're not yeah. people you can trust. You want to come to the, the, the church if you want to be good people. And, and this is what the Bible says. And I know I should hate gays because of that's what the Bible tells me to. And you're like, well, that's true. You know, yeah, that's true. But, um, you, you know, like coming from the point of view of like, well, you're, you're saying that two things. One, I find it hard to believe people who base their life around this shit, but have no idea what's in it. So instead they fill it up with their idea of what they think is in it. And we're kind of here to like, no, 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 this is what's actually in the Bible. This is what the people meant when they wrote it, blah, 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 blah. Let's get down into that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just to sort of like erase and away. If you, if you think you're a good person because of, oh, well, God told me to do this. and I know this is in his heart. And you're like, well, no, right here in Psalms, he, we know that he wasn't like that. That's not, you're, you're fucking yeah. wrong. And I like the idea of seeing what is worthwhile in here. Like, I'm, I'm, I try to, you know, I read my fucking Kugel book and stuff, and I, I try to take it seriously a little bit. I'm sure there's, at one point, but probably before this is done, I want to talk about uh, some key themes here. And one of that is kind of maybe the radical nature of Judaism at its uh-huh. time. And then uh, I was reading something about the radical nature of Christianity when Christianity as a cult first started to come to be in, like, early Roman Empire, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, some really interesting stuff. Regardless of the actual content of the Bible and how real God is or not is or, or you know the validity of the religion itself, but yeah. more like how a cult forms or how a religion forms and just how radical the idea was, you know, with the, compared to the other surrounding nations, like why be Jewish compared to you know their their, their idea of God compared to sure. the Jewish idea of God and, and paganism things like that. But coming back to Josh Duggar, the the other half of that coin of things that I, I fucking absolutely hate is the idea of Christianity makes you a good person. Yeah, of like, course. This is the shield. If you, you know, if you have the Bible, don't worry. The, like as if this is an instruction on how to be. Like like no one knows how to raise your kids. No one knows how to be a good husband. No one knows how to be a person in society. But we can look to the Bible for instruction. And yeah. part of me likes to go be like, yeah, there's that guy who says he's based his entire life on it, and he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I think this boils that. Now, again, we haven't got to the New Testament yet, so I sure. think most of what's in the New Testament is decent as far as literally just what Jesus says. Paul is kind of an asshole, but like what Jesus is going to say are basically good rules to live by, right? There's nothing about stoning people. There's nothing about – it's all about – it really is all about love. Right. So whatever. That's cool. Um, like what did Gandhi probably apocryphally say? Uh, I like their Christ and other Christians, whatever. So I get that. But yes, of course, to act like the entire point. Of, and, and, and this is where they're fucking up. People that act that way. Right. About mm-hmm. how, oh, you know, my Christianity is why I'm good or whatever. That's kind of not the point of Christianity. I don't think. Or Judaism even. It's that you do suck and that you're not better than other people. And that it's, I don't know, like that's. It's totally missing the point. I I, I don't I, I've never made the point. I don't think. I mean, there is. I I think that the Bible at its core, uh-huh. and I haven't read the New Testament. I've only read the Bible thus far. You know, like I never read ahead. We, we we're gonna finish Psalms today. So that's yes. as far as I've read. This, but, yeah, the progress bar is going to jump forward today yeah, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah, actual yeah. pages. We, yeah. You know, we read the whole thing. There's not much to it. Um, but you know, like I think at its core. You can say, yeah, there's fine things in the book, 
Sure. And there might be philosophies to live by, and there might be good tenants, you know, hey, don't charge debt, take care of your brother, blah, 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 all that bullshit. I think it's also layered in with obey, obey, obey. And this is the, and that you need to sacrifice free will at the behest of rules from other people. And a lot of that kind of comes back to why Duggars is such an interesting case, is that the wife, Anna, is absolutely an abused person. Okay. Who was essentially raised. I don't know anything about them, by uh, the way. There's not that much to it, but they had a show that sort of made the argument of, okay, yeah, look at us. We are a fucking crazy as shit fundamentalist cult family who yeah. I believe runs a church out of their house. Like they have this Probably. giant fucking house and they run a church out of it. And all the members of the family, at least the ones that the show really focuses on, are kind of held hostage to it because they derive their income and their way of life from the church. Okay. And if I'm not that's mistaken, cool. Anna is a member of the church almost from birth and was essentially sold by her father to Josh based on these rules of courtship and how they do dating and how the wife's job is to just be subservient to her husband and provide children and have no agency in your life and worship the husband as the Christ like as the leader of the family, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, you know, Christ first, husband second, your kids and then you somewhere down the line. Uh, so in a sense, like you know, the whole point was they're like, yeah, this is how you should be. And if you want to be happy and have a good life and have a good marriage, everyone's struggling to understand how to have a good marriage. You know, I guess I don't, but normal people, yeah, <laughs> I'm great. not me, of course, but uh, no, normal people, you know, that the, the question of what, what should I do to make my wife happy and make myself happy and select a mate and all this other bullshit that people deal with. Uh, is wrapped in of no one knowing the answer. And then this family comes around. Well, here's the answer. This is we're lots gonna, of kids. We're going to give you this fucking advice and we're going to have these testimonials about what it takes to look at how happy our marriage is. Let me give you advice. And Josh Duggar, just a fucking child molester from his teenage years, covered up by the family, um, allowed to exist. They, you know, the guy yeah, he that molested the other kids, right? He molested his sister, sibling, like four yeah, of siblings. And then yeah. like a babysitter and shit. And then they were like, well, he's got to, uh, cause we talked about it a long time ago when he got caught on Ashley Madison. That's the last time we talked about Josh Duggar. Was, gotcha. um, is that he, the son? Yeah. It's, it's wait. It's the and the new one is this new charge is the son as well. Then it's the same it the, guy. Oh, so the dad has never done anything or got as caught. far as I'm aware. It's never, but been, let's be real. Okay. Your son doesn't just do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? It's not just that. I mean, I think in obviously it's not in every single case, but mm-hmm. oftentimes in those sorts of like really extreme deviancy, it's a behavior they learned. What in your some. homeschooled weird fundamentalist women are your yeah, probably no way, right? type fucking church? I can't believe it. I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean yeah. women are your property and they exist to serve you and, and now you don't view them as true human beings? That's weird to yeah. me. I don't understand it. I thought the Bible teaches love. But, if, being um, that, if being that kind of a creep really is like something you learn, like it's inherited from someone doing it to you, I just want to get a time machine and go back to the first guy and be like, come on, man. <laughs> Where do you even get this idea? There was, the, there was the first caveman sticking a stick up his son's ass and you're like, do you have any idea... <laughs> What the, the waterfall effect, yeah, domino you effect. Have, you <laughs> any idea of the fucking floodgate you're going to open? Maybe he didn't mean to. That could have been how. Maybe he tripped. Maybe he thought it was his wife. 
It was, suddenly, it was dark. It's a cave. They didn't have yeah, fire yet. It was yet. a cave. It was a cave that one kid was playing a prank on the other kid. Like, look at me. I put a a, yeah. a, a slab of roast beef up against my butt. I'm wearing like a tunic, and the dad was like, "I know what that smell is." <laughs> Three day old roast beef. Time for me that, to fucking plow. That kid woke up the next day and was like, "I'm gonna do this to my children." <laughs> No, he just was like, boy, that really sucked. And then he internalized it. And then one day he's back from the uh, from yeah. the, the meat from the fields hunt. or whatever the fuck he's from. You know, yeah. the, he's at he's at the rock brewery with Berry the burros. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's all drunk off fucking uh, sap. And then, <laughs> and, then he, and then he does. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it just happens. You know, it, it's it's not. I don't think it's a conscious decision. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Okay, going yeah, on. That's the bottom of it. Cavemen molesting their kids caused all this. Yeah. Uh, probably Adam molested Seth. If we're if we're going way back, oh in, yeah, yeah you know, oh yeah. Well, we know that Noah kind of got a little freaky with his sons. Remember, remember That's that. Right. The whole That's thing right. was like he was naked in front of his kids and his dad, and like uh, Ham was like, "Look at that shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see that thing. Yeah, that's probably where it starts. I, I want to start. I want to. I want to. Let's start a. I don't a know. Cult? A cult, but that says that child molestation comes from the time Ham saw his dad naked and he couldn't handle it. It just yeah. made, made him all fucking weird, you know. That's why they named him after deli meat. <laughs> it reminds so me delicious. of a, It reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me. I used to get these little fucking. I found them around. I, I saw some new ones. They're a little bit different now. But someone left a bunch of those fucking come to Jesus pamphlets all over the fucking park <laughs> in my house. You know, like, like weird I'm cartoons. Come to Jesus. They're like weird okay. cartoons. And here's what I think it is. Oh, the chick tracks. I don't. Is that what they're called? I don't know. But they're like well, the ones weird, that are they're scary. They're like scary cartoons. You know, yeah. like, oh, this will get kids. I, I saw one. So there's been a spate of vandalism in the park. Yeah. And I th- and everyone's been trying to figure it out. You know, like oh, someone's breaking the benches, and someone took someone's lawn chairs from their house and threw them up on a pavilion. Some yeah. some deviant shit. Um, and everyone's been like trying to get to the bottom of it. And then I think at the same time, I don't know if it's related, but I started finding these fucking pamphlets everywhere. So I don't know if the kids are like uber Christian and that's why they're so fucked up, or if someone thought that they were going to get to the heart of this vandalism oh. and, con- and 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 quick convert them, help them change you know, their they, mind. They, they, were the up, the- they were just going to pick up the pamphlet and go, ah, shit, you guys. We what about our eternal souls? Hey, hey, Dude. put down that dog. We're, we're, we we got to get into heaven. Wait, so you don't know what tri- chick tracks are? I don't know. I used to when I so I used to bag groceries for cash tips a long, yeah. long time ago. And every now and then, some fucking cunt would be like, "Here you go," and it would be some weird denim skirt wearing piece of shit. Yeah, you know, handing me this little printed on fucking uh, phone book paper bullshit comic book. Yeah, those are chick, and it's like all in the same style. Yeah, but. There's hundreds of different ones. Like, you could really do, like, a Pokemon type thing on these. But we had them. We had, like, boxes full of them in my house. <laughs> to just trick like people this. into being Christians? I was like, this is one for a Muslim. This is one oh, for your friend God. that's a Satan worshiper. This is for the one that thinks Pokemon is okay and not the devil. Yeah, this yeah. is, like, everything. This is for the guy that you... This is for the guy that you want to fuck. Like, little mini psalms. Yeah, there was <laughs> little, one. Little, no, there was... Yeah, they were. And they're, they're little super Little very creepy. specific niche comic books. They were that was our Twitter banner for a while. Where uh, it was like from um, it was actually from Family Guy. They they're like the baby is gay. Oh, we're going to hell because the baby on Family Guy is gay or something. I don't know. Oh, so, uh, I, I don't. And my memory's all fucky. You know how memory is. So I can't yeah. remember if I actually got this comic book as a tip or if I just saw it online. But there was one I saw 
where it was like uh, like Johnny's going to school and he meets a gay teacher and the teacher's like Johnny. I was born gay, you know. This is who I am. You can't judge me for that. And the and then the pamphlet goes. Actually, that's wrong. One time, uh, the teacher was shoplifting, and he went to jail because he's a sinner, and he got raped while in jail. And no. that rape made him gay. <laughs> oh, so shit. that's you know, like that's what makes me think of the Duggars. It's that's like, how they always work. It's because yeah. yeah, they'll like present a scenario, and then it'll be like freeze. Okay, I'm here to explain this, and it's like yeah. awful. You see awful two, stuff. you see two women holding hands. Here's what happened: one of them is Satan, and the <laughs> other, and the other, the prettier one, can still be saved. The butch yeah, one's the bad one. It's the it's the pretty one that you can you can try Tied to the to, radiator yeah. and help yeah, Christ. Yeah. You might be able right. to rape her straight. I'm not advocating, oh, God. That, but it's oh, in the God. book. You know? <laughs> like we're just wondering. You know, either way, it doesn't really count because she's a sinner. Yeah. Yikes. Right. Yeah, those are chick tracks. Okay, crash yeah. course over. Back to the Duggars. Yeah, I'm um, just saying. I think I think I think I wonder if someone got raped in prison and that's why he's gay. So Oh, because he went to jail. Information. I don't, I don't think he didn't go to jail, I don't think yet, but I think he's I think homeschool is a type of jail. Yeah. Oh God, those homeschool kids are fucking weird. I knew but, a bunch growing up, but in the church, like man, everyone's like, awful. "Oh, his po- his poor wife, his poor wife, that dumb bitch. She fucking won't leave him after because she's pregnant." So first, it came out that he diddled his sisters, Gross. Uh, one of which was five years old at the time. Yikes! Uh, and then this is the funny bit, but Uh-oh. then when Ashley Madison got loose, and oh yeah, they, the, they had the, the data thing. It, it turned data. out that he, like they found him. Like, hey, Josh Duggar here is paying for sex. On Ashley Madison, a website exclusively for people wanting to cheat on their wives. It's not like it's like a normal dating website and he was yeah. just representing himself. He's just there to get his married dick sucked. Um, and meanwhile, his wife is just like at home being like, at least I don't have to work. True. That's a so, good point. Yeah, so good you, gotta, you gotta hand it to her. Do you know what, though? It just and doesn't maybe, seem a way to live. Just doesn't seem a way to live. And you know, at least he was cheating on his wife with adult women. That's maybe true. Yes, he's not Matt Gates, but uh, yeah, I like to see c- character growth and progression like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he reverted. Now he's back to child porn. You know, oh, well, so sure. he, he reverted back. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a sticky it's a sticky trap. Yeah, you don't get out of that one, I guess. Well, yeah. hopefully the Lord will save his soul, and we can all see him in heaven one day. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he. I I just hope he comes back from this stronger. You know, dude, I would love for him to become like a big Christian. Uh, like a, honestly, like a, a president, you know, like, what would, <laughs> like an evangelical. He, he comes back. He runs for fucking governor of Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, we can't afford not to have him. The other yeah. option's a goddamn Chinese communist. <laughs> <laughs> At least I would love it if he ran for like state senator or like a senator yeah. for Alabama. And they're like, yeah, I mean, maybe he fucks kids, but Democrats fuck everybody. You see their tax plan. <laughs> I mean. That's a little too close to possibility. So uh, I, I believe that's an actual statement I heard with regards to uh, is it Roger Moore the fucking oh yeah yeah kid the, uh, that no that's that, that's 007 Roger Moore who's his name else. it was something more whatever. whatever yeah now it's Tommy Tuberville yikes rest in hell um yeah okay well this is depressing that was a double that was a double cold opener for a double episode <laughs> just yeah, fucking yeah. now I'm we're gonna get doing, the Bible. I'll keep talking all day as long as we don't have to talk about fucking psalms. Speaking of people who need a uh, to learn how to live their life, 
here we have Psalm, which David and a few fucking guys wrote down for our benefit. Yeah, maybe if Josh Duggar had read Psalms, he wouldn't have fucked them kids. Yeah, where was he? What? What? At the point where they caught him on Ashley Madison, and then we're like, yeah, and also you fuck kids. At no point did anyone bring up Psalm Psalms. 73? You know, what the fuck? It's right there. It's all right here. <laughs> fucking idiot. It's I Actually, I didn't see any specific verses about not fucking kids. Yeah, well, so, back then. Maybe he's you know, off the hook on this one. <laughs> I would love it if he goes to jail and comes back Muslim, and they just fucking see him with, like, just see him with like, the hat, and he's all jacked and shit. He's like, yeah. Allah, Allah is great, bro. Allah Akbar, God is great. You What's know? his name going to be? He's like, I got to get a new name. Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, my <laughs> Okay, cool. I don't even I don't know what that joke's about. <laughs> it's yeah, okay. So we're, we're in Psalms. We're, what we episode like is this? I don't, kids. What the fuck is this episode number? I don't know. I think we're it's one thirty-two. One thirty something. It's been a oh, week. Yeah, that's too long. Clearly, our brains can't handle that. Oh God! It's, it's so one thirty-two. You're right. Yeah, sounds right. And this is the Revelations Podcast. I will hesitantly go ahead and say that my name is Grant Devoist. And I'm Cole Delewski. And uh, if you're listening to this as part of some sort of a background check to hire me for a job, this is all a joke. Yeah. Uh, Satire. <laughs> yeah. We actually don't hold any of the opinions we espouse. We actually hold the opposite. And yeah. this is a joke highlighting the ignorance of people who would have views like the ones we're saying. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, we're, we're back in Psalms, and like Cole alluded to earlier, we're going to finish Psalms today. Now, in my Bible at least, we're on page 571, and Psalms ends on page 690. Yeah, it's a big old boy. So that is about 120 pages, and I'm basically going to fan through it like a... Uh, who was that guy? Was it in Short Circuit that he fans through the books to read them? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do like Johnny Five and Short Circuit. Oh. Uh, Didn't he? I've never I think seen he read. the movie. I, I, I know it from the zeitgeist. Like, yeah. I'm, number five feels alive, but only because I've yeah. seen that joke like 80 times in different I think he can flip through books really fast and read them. So that's what we're going to do today is the well, point. Well, I actually it's read a classic this shit. Bit. I read this shit, and I'll tell you, it sucks. Do not do it. I, I, I don't I, – I think – I don't think Psalms is meant to be read, read. Like, it's no. not, It's first of all, it's not a narrative. It, there, there's nothing really going on that ties the Psalms to each other. They're just no. different songs, which we mentioned, kind of. And part. honestly, good luck f- telling two Psalms apart. There's the sad ones and there's the happy ones. But if you give me two happy ones or two sad ones, I'll be like, I don't know. I can't tell the difference. Well, I, if you read it, if you read it, I would, uh, I would proportion it to be like if someone gave you like, a 500-page book of poems about love, you yeah. know, where you're like, okay, but how many actual fucking things could you jam into it that are unique in each poem? At some point, they're going to kind of filter out to where basically every poem is saying one of five things. You know, yeah. love is giving, love is sacrifice, love is caring about shit. By the eighth poem, you'll be like, okay, I get it. I get the theme. I know what every other poem is kind of going to be about. Yeah, it's going to touch on some of these main issues. We're going to hear about how powerful God is, how kind he is, how mean he can be. I actually, Um, I I wrote down a couple of themes that, if you feel like just stopping now, let's see if if I missed any. 
Okay. Almost every psalm is going to be some amalgamation of this. God, one, he does whatever the fuck he wants. He is okay. sovereign. He is all-powerful. He does whatever he feels like. Yeah. Two, God is perfect. He, he has wise judgment, perfect judgment. He cares about everything. He knows everything. He knows every blade of grass, blah, 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 blah. Three, God takes care of the good and punishes the wicked. Which... Yeah, which I feel we just like said. The point Joe, of the last it, book was that yeah. that's not true, but yeah, anyway. Whatever. No, but trust me, David really says that shit a lot. Yeah. Two, which I wonder, and, and this is kind of, we'll, we'll come back to it, but, you know, uh, four, four, I'm on four now. A, uh, letter C, um, be faithful. Just do whatever the fuck, you know, worship God, make sure you do that shit. That's fine. Uh, number five is prayer for relief from oppressors. I would almost say a third of the Psalms is just that. Yeah. It's heavy in that. Yeah. I Psalms wonder what was 12, going on time. in the lives of these Jews where every third sob is pretty much just like, please, God, can you do something about fucking Robert? Yeah, yeah. And it's all, it's about, um, I mean, sometimes you can tell it's about like foreigners, but sometimes it's just about like other Jews being bad too. Yeah. Or being like oppressors. the wind being bad. You know, it's yeah. like it's just anything bad happens. I'm assuming that was happening a lot in their life is please, God, stop this bad shit. Oh, God, if you get me out of this speeding ticket, I'll fucking suck your dick. You know, whatever. So, so many of them read just like Republican uh, speaking in that category specifically. They read like Republican political advertisements, like the start of Psalms 12s. Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the race. Oh, everyone's just a jerk now. This generation sucks. The fucking millennials won't buy Snickers bars anymore. They're killing TGI Fridays. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. Millennials don't drink at the bar at Chili's anymore, and it's making (laughs) dating hard. (laughs) Uh, That's a specific one. Uh, uh, Society's in decline, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Which way, Western man? We must return. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all the le- it's all those Russian lesbian singers ruining our good Christian minds. Um, uh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Okay. Uh, Cole remembers. Um, number six is love all aspects of worship. Like, oh, there's nothing better than worshiping. You fucking love worship. You get yeah. a good fucking worship. It's so great. Oh, learn to love sacrifice. Learn to love prayer. Oh, when you get forgived, oh, there's no better a fucking orgasm on the planet than when God forgives your sin. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> True. And then the final seventh um, theme I really picked up on was mankind sucks and God is so much better. We're wicked. Yeah. God is perfect. We suck. It, it, it's like that um, scene from Happy Gilmore when he uh, gets fucked up and he has to come back to uh, Chubbs Peterson and like beg him to teach him how to putt. And he's like, "I'm good. You're no. You're good. I'm bad. I suck. You're great. I'm ugly. You're an attractive man. You know." I'm- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. It's um, it's very grovelly. Yeah. yeah. God, footlong dick. Me? I gotta use a cock sleeve just to fucking get a hand job. It's because they all just heard that fucking Job story, and they're just trying to get ahead of the eight ball. Like, <laughs> before, I'm not even gonna try and say that, like, God needs to talk to me. Like, no, I suck, I suck, I suck. Um, And, and I think an interesting sort of point of view from it is that, like, I know we touched on this on Job, and that's I, and Job seems such a... Is so fresh in my mind. I keep yeah. thinking about Job. It keeps changing 
the entire way that I think about the Bible is that David had life going great for him. Pretty much everything went his way. He had to live in exile, sure, when Saul was pursuing him. But he lived yeah, in that's exile. Just like your, that's like your fun Wild West period. Yeah, you know? yeah. He lived in exile as a goddamn bandit king. You yeah, know, like he was just rocks. living his best life. And then most of these Psalms, if I'm not mistaken, most of them are in the period where he was king. There's a few that might be related to Saul, like, oh, I'm being hunted and things like that. But most of them, especially the good ones. That could still be about his son, though. Yeah, well, there Post is some king. that are about Absalom and, yeah, yeah. and whomever, you know. But, um, you know, and he had a few sons that fucked around, you know, and found out. But, um, <laughs> Uh, but for the most part, it's like, oh yeah, God is so great, and he and he takes care of me. Well, well, yeah, you're king. Of course, you have that opinion. There's plenty yeah. of people who who are born poor, live poor, are beaten their whole life, and then they die poor. Who probably you know are not going to be like, yeah, God takes care of his flock. God, I'm so great. I was only raped twice today. Yeah, honestly, you got to like those odds. <laughs> um. <laughs> Today was a good day. I only got We're, raped twice today. Rookie numbers. Um, yeah, it. Uh, it's definitely these come from a place of privilege. But I see. I think you're getting. You're giving too much of this to David, which I don't think it's anywhere near that amount. From what Google says, and I'm, I'm keen on trusting the man. These are probably all written in the exile period or after even. Um, a lot of the, I mean, yeah, it could be from anybody. There's some of it. I'm not, I'm not ascribing all of this to David. And and there's a, especially towards the end, there's a couple of like lamentations of, oh, I wish I could go back to Zion from Babylon. So it's like yeah. obviously, obviously, some of it took place in the exile period. And and probably you have a good mixture. It could be either or. It could be David talking about, oh, God is great. He grants so much bounty because he lived a good life and he feels that way. Or your kind of typical grifter bullshit where, hey, come to the church, tithe, God is great, he will give you a bounty. You know, miracle bank error in your favor, that bullshit. You know, there's a lot of reasons you would say these things. And that, well, that they were ritualistic, right? So that it's presumed, or at least it's theorized that you would have said these at the temple. Like the way that they're written, it you're you're physically in the temple doing your penance or doing your thanks or whatever. And so you're picking the the priest is gonna tell you, All right, get out the scroll. This is the psalm we need to fucking chant for you because What's that? this is you're your being situation. Pursued by oppressors? Okay, take yeah. your pick of these seventy songs. Yeah, we- <laughs> Well, no, this one's if it's wild animals. This one's if it's Edomites. This yeah, yeah, this one's if it, this is the psalm. What's that said? You said the government's coming after you because you keep raping kids? All right, that's psalm number. Wait, oh, there was a chemical spill near your plantation and your fro- frogs are gay now? Yeah, that's going to be this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no, we only have one for lizards. Amphibian? No. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll push that on the next update. There'll be one for amphibian. <laughs> the new psalm. Version Psalms 2.0 will have uh, Psalms about gay frogs. And that's why it's fucking like 200 pages long, because they kept pushing new updates. <laughs> I hate it. It's a very specific version control. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's let's actually get into it. I mean, there's not much to talk about. Um, yeah, I, what I was, so I tried to read through this and just, I couldn't. I mean, some of them, I would, I would flip a page. Okay, okay, yep, this, all right. Flip a page, all right, yep, okay, I get it. Oh, that one's kind of funny. But for the most part, like, I just... My brain refused to take it in. 
Uh, and, and it will, because like, yeah, you're like, okay, the 80th one about God is great. They're indistinguishable, it. almost. Yeah. God is the sky. God is the rock. God is water. You know, I got it. I got it. Every, every now and then, God's like, or every now and then, a psalm's like, and God will cover you in feathers. And I'm like, that's. But there, there is a couple of key themes. So I actually read this shit, and uh, for the most part, it is right. So I'm just going to touch on some of the things I thought were unique. Or interesting that they're here, or maybe kind of touched on a a thing we should discuss. Um, starting with chapter eleven, uh, faith in the Lord's righteousness is what my Bible calls this. They're all they're all like every single Psalm has like some fucking little, little summary subtitle. chapter that kind of tells you yeah. what it's about. And honestly, faith in the Lord's righteousness might ascribe to about 25, 30 of them. You know, yeah. God is righteous. I, I swear to God, he does this shit. Okay. You know, that's interesting. Mine doesn't really do that. All mine says at the beginning of Psalm 11 is for the director of music. Oh, uh, no. Well, I got this Bible teachers. Baptist oh, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Your, spe- your special one. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Bible to educate you on Fair. the Bible, I guess, or to get, provide context. But anyway, the theme of 11 is, dear God, why do you hide yourself from me? I'm sort of like going through a fucking bad time. Um, and uh, look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their air on the string. Um, what can the righteous do? You know, why, why does he not come down to me? Why doesn't he speak to me? Why does he test the righteous? You know? Yeah, a little Job-esque. A little Job-esque. Uh, very Job-esque, you know. Uh, but again, yeah. Job kind of touches on a central a central theme of, of any religion, really. But um, <clears throat> my Bible states that it elucidates four reasons why God hides himself. Like, it's like, why, God, do you hide me? It's like, well, if you paid attention, you'd know that God hides himself for a couple of key reasons. One, um, sin is everywhere and God ain't going to step in shit. That's right. Two. Amen. Uh, because there is a lack of wholehearted devotion. People don't love him enough. If you're wondering why God allows school shootings, it's because we took out the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Three. That was one of my favorite uh, (laughs) Columbine explainers. Yeah. Like, God, why did you allow these school shootings? Like, because you won't let me in anymore. If I can't walk in the front door and see a biblical quote, you know, John 11, as I enter in the door... And just spit on a Muslim kid, then obviously bad things are going to happen. Yeah. You know? Do you think those guys could have been shooting people if a youth pastor was sucking them off in the cafeteria bathroom? Yeah. No. Yeah. They'd be too like, happy. They'd like be loving our, school. More like our high school experience. Yeah. You know, when you see the guy sitting on the cafeteria, like, there's no way he's going to be able to run around the school shooting people if his ass is fucking sore. Oh, no. <laughs> if he's walking with a limp. <laughs> Chris. Okay. Outrun his ass. Yeah. If he, um, was, if he was a little bit quicker, maybe they wouldn't have caught him. <laughs> True. They dragged him down to the church basement. Um, number three, to encourage man's spiritual growth and development. God hides himself to make sure you're going to, you know, what are you up to? You know, it's like sometimes I'll like tell my dogs to stay, you know, like I'll put a piece of bacon on the table. I'm like, don't you do it, Deimos. And then I'll hide. And I'll be in the windowsill. I'll be watching. Like he better not fucking get that bacon. And yeah. I know that the dog is getting such spiritual growth from it. Yeah, he's like, I'm so much better. I bet I get that bacon. I bet I do. I better. I better get that he, fucking bacon. 
and you seem nicer than God. Yeah. Even in that, I mean, even in, even as fucked up kind of as that is, it's still, it's fine. I have never uh, murdered uh, my dog's uh, children as a joke. <laughs> Yet. Um, yeah. It's all bacon and prime rib for those boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth one is, I don't even know if I see it. Where's number four? Oh, it doesn't even list number four. I just realized. It just says there's four, and then there's only three. Uh, That's a good fluffing technique. Oh, no. He pleads four times, and they provide three reasons. Okay. I'm oh, okay. But yeah, so the third reason is to, to question. So that's why God hides himself. One, the two of them mostly are, it's your fault, this place Because we're gross. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, number three is, because uh, I like testing you. For growth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sweet, sexy growth. Yeah. Hey, what did we do at school? The teachers give us quizzes. Same thing. Yeah. God kills our family. It's just a quiz. It's a pop uh, quiz. Yeah, and just like God, the teachers are the real heroes. Yeah, and just like Job, I'm gonna ace it. Yeah, <laughs> and then we skip through a bunch of bullshit. God's folly of the god. Oh, by the way, yeah, like the wicked will get punished. That's a mention. Uh, Naturally, if the godless exist, the Gentiles, the atheists, they're all gonna get got. They all their their lives will be shit. Inshallah, brother. They will probably not even have a husband, let alone one no. that rapes kids. You know, <laughs> they, they, they'd be lucky enough to have a child molesting husband. You know, no chance. Um, what would be the alternative to having a child molesting husband? Getting a job at Kinkos, maybe being a cashier at a uh, bank teller. A single mom as a cashier as a bank teller. Psh, boy, you'll be wishing you had a fucking pedo husband. Yeah, congratulations, feminism. Yeah. <laughs> ruining lives imagine that imagine being lesbian and then neither of you have the husband <laughs> yeah i feel like they could <laughs> one of them could be nope, it doesn't work have... read the okay. bible it does yeah, not yeah, yeah, work yeah, yeah, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna beat the other one uh that's a good question <laughs> I guess wait if you're both check. lesbian who's the one that gets drunk and cheats on the other one <laughs> I, th- I think they could step up one of them yeah, that would yeah. be funny. It would be funny if you're like, all right, so which one of you is the groom? Which one of you is the husband, quote unquote? Like, well, we're both women. We're both the wife. You know? Like, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to ask. Okay, that. who's the one that's gonna fucking cheat on the secretary at work? And you're like, well, both of us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they are both. Secretaries. We take turns cheat on each other when the other one's at Lowe's getting sawed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've cornered the lesbians. <laughs> We did lose them from our audience from this bit, but we got them. <laughs> I understand them. I got my finger yeah. on the pulse. Um, yeah. Oh, geez. Uh, number 19, Psalms 19. So skip a bunch of shit we've all read before. Number 19. Yeah. How does God reveal himself? God does hide his face, but sometimes he reveals himself. How does he do it? Uh, look at how fucking great the world is. Look at the clouds. Yeah. That's God. You got it. So this is this is oh yeah, a praise, nineteen is. Um and it just points to natural shit, right? Which is what we had in Job too. The reason we should be afraid of God is because of all these natural occurrences. The reason we should be thankful for God is because of all these natural occurrences. Because look at butterflies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You ever seen a They're, bag blown in the wind through an empty target parking lot and just think, wow. This reminds sh- me of someone very good. this reminds me of someone very close to me was going through some horrible experiences in the military. Okay. And uh, was being mistreated and went to like a, a leader, like one of the fucking officials of the base. Okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds awful, but look at the sunset. 
That literally happens. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, sometimes I would love to do that. That You get that sometimes. But like, yeah, man, what happened? Yeah, I found out Rebecca was cheating on me. It's been real rough. It turns out the kids, the, 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 the weird looking kid, that's not mine. mine. <laughs> the cool one's his. The cool one's his. So you're like, yeah, bro, that sucks. But have you ever seen the sunset? Have you ever seen a... Have you ever seen light passing through cloud vapor and just thought, wow, that's something special? Surely you God know, uh, has a plan for us. You know, the cherry trees are blooming in D.C. You can look <laughs> at them online. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much uh, internet porn exists? Like, any yeah, fetish people, are really, people are really good at... Uh, at handling others' grief, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always go to your friends, especially us. Fucking, <laughs> we're great for that. Hey, we're good people. Yeah, um, kind of. But anyway, yeah, we're not, we're it kind of comes people. down to that thing, like, why is God powerful? Look at how fucking devastating hurricanes are. And why is God great? Have you ever had a, a, a crisp spring day where the weather's just... Yeah. Um, That's how you know. Yeah, what is it? What is it? He's the... Because there's a, somewhere in the Moses era... He's described as like the whisper of the wind, but also the tornado or whatever. Yeah, he's both sides. Yeah. He's—I mean, it's very—it's uh, very shamanistic almost, right? Like um, thinking about nature as being both this powerful force, but also this beautiful thing, and like the the kind of yin and yang bullshit going on there. But also that God created it and is in control yeah. of it. You know. Sure, but that's like how I feel like uh, like Gaia and stuff was worshipped. Anyway, I mean it all. I mean, yeah. When you're a fucking insignificant, an insignificant, ignorant fucking ant in yeah. the grand scope of things on this flat thing we call Earth, and you're just <laughs> sitting there like, dude, bro, did you see that volcano? Have you ever tried to eat that red shit that comes out of it? It'll burn your mouth. You're like, dude, God. I mean, I fucking God is great. I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Have you ever tried to uh, drink seawater for days on end? You cannot. <laughs> Oliver <laughs> Akbar, brother. You know, like fucking. <laughs> uh, what else, what other chapters do you like? Uh, let's move on. It, uh, yeah, let's just apparently go. Apparently, Psalm twenty three is the good one. The Lord, the shepherd of his people. If you've ever heard some idiot quoting a psalm, this is probably what they were. You know, the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes oh, me yeah. lie down in green pastures. He leads beside me the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then verses five and six are like, and also life is grand. Every day is a fucking holiday. Every meal banquet. I think there's a rap song with that in it. Yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the big one. And a lot of Psalm is just such affirming bullshit, which fine, okay, I understand. It is the Bible if you were gonna find it somewhere. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to find a bunch of skeptic naysay bullshit in here, per se. That's what we're for. But, you know, it's all gonna follow that same thing, like look at how good your life could be if you worshipped and know the fucking Bible and all that bullshit. But Psalm twenty three is the famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone says Black that. Oh, it's in Coolio's, it. Coolio's Gangster's Paradise, mm-hmm. I think, has it. Well, also, uh, I mean, the one I think of, what comes to my mind, is um, that's the psalm that um, Aunt May is saying in uh, Spider-Man Oh, 1. yeah, when the Green Goblin shows up. the Green up. Goblin shows up, he's like, finish it! Bro, She's like, spoilers. I will fear no evil! And he's like, I'm going to fucking rape you later. 
Because my fucking yeah, Greek did, god too. went cuck. Uh, yeah, then he'd... Uh, yeah, he, Back I hated to him. formula! Love me some uh, Green Goblin. Yeah, Remy. Remy Goblin. But yeah, Sam um, says that shit. Okay, yeah, Psalm 23. Yeah, I fear no evil, blah, blah, blah. And she was right, by the way. Just want to point out, God did save her. That's true. So she yeah. didn't die, unlike that cuck husband of hers. <laughs> he should have He should have been a lot more fearful walking through the Valley of Death, i.e. Yes. anywhere in New York. That's correct. Um, um, <clears throat> before Giuliani cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. let's, when we're done, let's talk about Giuliani getting his um, apartment. Searched. All right, let's hurry up and get done because yeah. I fucking I'm so tired of this. I know. <laughs> uh, number thirty, Psalm thirty. Yeah. Um, Chicken doesn't really matter. You know the blessedness of answered prayers. What my Bible calls it. Oh, fucking get your prayers answered is great. Same old shit. Uh, what I call that? That one? is like good. Number, number that would that would be legit. I remember whenever I was in uh, second grade. Yeah. And we and we had a. Uh, Field trip to the zoo. Okay. And uh, it got called off because of rain. And my mom was going to go. My mom was going to be a chaperone. And I was pumped. Because so I was like, my mom's going to be there. I get priv- mom here privileges, you know? Oh, like, right. Like, if you go to the vending machine, you you have yeah. more access to funding. Exactly. And in second grade, parents are cool still, you know? So uh, yeah. You're like, guys, have you seen how cool my mom is? Yeah. I have a mom. Yeah, be, she's it'll a freak. be many years before you go, ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, my mom's coming. Boy, it gets canceled, delayed to the next day. My mom has to work that day because feminism. and Because uh, her husband so doesn't she's like, provide for her. <laughs> exactly. Never has, <laughs> never will. Uh, and so she's like, well, I can't go now because, you know, I'm not going to be able to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I started praying that the rain would stop, and it did. And I was like, yeah. But then they still delayed it anyway. And so uh, I was like, fuck yeah. you, God. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of moving pieces in a field trip, you know. I was at a Christian school, so you know that was just part of it. But I still remember that prayer to this oh. day. It's very weird. <laughs> I don't know why. I uh, I I I think of the uh, the uh, I remember um, I was skiing once. Skiing, young little lad, skiing. I was snowboarding from the time I was like nine, so I must have been yeah. real young. But yeah. I was. I was uh, just picking my nose. I was like seven or eight years old. I was skiing on my own. I was a fucking badass. And yeah. I'm dicking around with my skis on the lift over a double black diamond run directly underneath the lift. And it was so gnarly. And the snow had been so fresh. There was like three feet of powder. It was a gnarly fucking run. And I'm fucking with my skis. And one of them falls off. <laughs> and just hits the powder and dives in it. And I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to go in after it. So I'm in snow up to my nips, digging yeah. around for this fucking ski, and I'm so short compared to how deep the snow is. I can't <laughs> so even just see gonna the run hole. you over. I can't even see the <laughs> hole. I got no idea where the fuck I am, and I'm digging with my hands, and I'm trying to feel for it. So I'm like taking my gloves off and digging oh, no. through snow. I'm a dumbass fucking kid, and like <laughs> I remember. I'm like, oh, please, God, let me find this fucking ski. Let me find this fucking ski. And my grandfather was the head of ski patrol. So everyone yeah. knew me on the mountain. I even had my own fucking radio in case I got lost or whatever. Um, and, like, all the ski patrol members who know my grandpa and who know me personally, like, hey, Cole, you, you need help. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but want God, any fuck. I'm, I'm so angry. I'm just like, yeah. no. I don't want any fucking help, you know? Like, probably any of them could have pointed me in the right direction because I'm sure there was a big yeah. ski-sized hole. But I'm just digging around. So anyway... I prayed, I prayed, please let me find the ski, please let me find the ski. And then two hours later, I do find it. But <laughs> by this point, I'm so fucking pissed, I don't give a shit. So I ski through the powder out of there, and I just I just kick my way to the fucking ski patrol shack, like, where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> no <laughs> one 
came to help me. And they're like, because we hate you. What the fuck, bro? You told yeah. me to eat shit, you weird little seven-year-old son of a bitch. But yeah. So I didn't <laughs> yeah, get so there's where Psalms came through for the Bible boys. Yeah. I kicked that door down. like, there is no God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so that's Psalms oh, 30. that's not even Psalms 30. I, 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 we'll we'll oh, just touch on a little. Just in oh, summary, pumped. Psalms 30 touches on this theme. Yeah, God does get mad, but it's only for a little bit. You know, he, he might come home drunk once in a while, slap you around, but that's just for a second. Most yeah. of the time, he's pretty fucking cool. So it makes it okay. Yeah, you got to take the good with the bad, you know? Yeah. You know, his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, you know, sometimes God deals you a bad hand. You just got to roll with it. Sometimes yeah. you find out your husband's cheating on you on Ashley Madison. Been doing it for years. And that sucks. Yeah. But the yeah, next and he day. And his sisters. Yeah, and he his sisters. The next day you remember, you don't have to work. So. Yeah. And he brought you a fresh dozen eggs to cook him yeah. breakfast in the morning. You, you remember, oh, look at this. Paradise. I've got a sweet allowance this week. Yeah. He's going to give me an extra 50 cents to mow the lawn this week. Yeah, jo- Job is just on his knees groveling, covered in ash and torn clothing at yeah. the 10 gravestones of his children. And his friend comes up. He's like, yeah, God got mad and killed all your kids. But after this, he might actually be kind of chill. You don't yeah, know. It might get better. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. I would love it if you know, like, remember those like um, uh, gay pride commercials that would come up. Like it gets better. It gets. Oh no, wait. Those were suicide. Suicide yeah. was it? Suicide. Like it gets better. Don't worry. That I think sounds it was like also a suicide for, commercial. I think it also was for gay people. Like you know, like yeah, when you're in. Well, maybe I'm, I'm. I'm mixing up a joke in there that I saw once. But yeah, like like yeah, it's bad when you're young, and then as you get to be able to do your own thing, it gets better. But yeah, same for suicide. But yeah, like it gets better. It gets better. Like Job's just sitting there crying over his dead kids. Like it gets better. And then like one of them is like rubbing Job's nipples. It could get a lot better. It could get way better. It could get better tonight. Yeah. Make some more kids. But you're a dude, but we could try. Um, God is great. You're saying God isn't so powerful. He couldn't fill me with your child. (laughs) Could happen. Fucking loser. Um, that's right, why God so, did this shit. I don't know. What other ones did you want to speak? You're my guide. You're yeah, my yeah. spirit guide. I know, because you've basically, there's not going to be anything real, more specific. Uh, I checked uh, out. Psalm yeah. 33, God is sovereign. He does what he wants. Uh, Psalm 34, those who have God are happy. You know, whatever. Check. Uh, which I don't know if that's true. Do you think? Um, yeah, I think scientifically they've shown that uh, some sort of religion is good for you. Happiness-wise. So. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think about... This is just I have a, to imagine that embracing the void becomes much more of a uh, depressing um, thought as you get closer to your inevitable death, maybe, is why. You think so? I mean, I'm pretty young, so I don't really think about the inevitable void thus far. Yeah, we'll, yeah. well we're going to die young. We, we, we'll come back to this podcast when we're 70, you know. Yeah. That's about the... We're I, not going to live, brother. I am not going <laughs> to live past 50. Well, we'll try not mind. to. We'll try not to. But, I, you know, yeah. I, I remember... Um, being cornered by Christians, and literally just cornered, like invited for like a, a surprise. Like they're like, "Hey, yeah, come to dinner with my family." I'm like, "Okay." And then the second yeah. I sit down, they're like, "What about your eternal soul?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck, it's a trap." Um, but um, the the idea of like, so what? You think life is just random? You think humankind came from nothingness and amoebas and shit like that? Doesn't that seem like sad? That like, doesn't seem like a sad existence. I'm like, feels okay. I don't know. Yeah, it feels I, fine. I, if, if the alternative is blind hope and fear of demons and satan and 
and witches or whatever the fuck. It seems like there's more of that random. Like I would be, I'm already kind of afraid of witches, but um, especially <laughs> when I'm alone in the woods. God damn, I fucking hate witches. Yeah. But um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? I never told you about this. No. <laughs> I know I've mentioned on the podcast. I only have two deep, deep, deep phobias. You have never mentioned this on the podcast. I've never. Me- oh well. Okay. So I have Word two. Of me, I don't think ever. I have two deep, deep-seated phobias. Yeah. Um, one is sharks because I used to watch Jaws constantly. I'm just terrified of sharks. I hate open water. I don't like swimming in the ocean at all. I do it. Yeah. But I'm always afraid. And two is witches. I am fucking. My, I, I can't not think about it, especially when I'm in the woods. So, like, Blair Witch Project, I was like, oh, someone did it. Someone made my fear <laughs> a, a reality. Um, Manifest. This is just this is just a random rant, but um, yeah. witches better came. Than, better than Psalms. Raul Dahl's witches came out when I was a young boy, and that's really what okay. cemented it in. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, what, what are witches? And then I saw the movie, I was like, oh, I'm terrified of witches. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, and I know I talked about this on the podcast before but i used to sleep in i i was like three years old and i was already sleeping in my own bedroom all by myself whatever big boy yeah. big boy big boy and i wake up and i've been having these recurring nightmares about witches and i don't know what this was but i woke up in the middle of the night this is real thing that happened i woke up in the middle yeah. of the night to the sounds of screams and i wake up the lights are on in my room and my dad is standing over me and he's covered in blood and our window had been punched out or smashed out, something. But he had he had lacerations all over his arm. It was the middle of the night. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and my dad goes, witches. <laughs> witches were coming in the room. I had to fight them off. I'm your dad. I'm not going to let a fucking pair of witches get you. And I was like, ah, ah. And then. <laughs> what? And I, it just, it bedded, it baked in. It what just happened? Like a, I still don't know. I ask him all the time. I Like, I'm, I'm 33 fucking years old right now. <laughs> Missy will be there. Like, every Thanksgiving, I'm like, all right, so you guys ready to fucking tell me what the fuck that was about? <laughs> and my mom's like, witches. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I don't Wait, know, man. Something scary about I, it. That is very creepy. Yeah. So, I believe it. So, yeah, if I'm ever walking in the woods, I just hear, like, a low whistling sound. I'm like, I can't deal with this. I have to. <laughs> we got to go. But we So, even go. that. So, I'm, I'm deeply afraid of witches, but I even I know it's, like, an irrational fear. Like, yeah. I don't think they exist. Well. I'm not sure. You know, if I ever was like walking through the woods and I just saw like a haggard naked woman with big saggy tits, I'd be like, I'm out. You know, like, how did go. you make it through Witcher 3, dude? With- uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Rough. Anyway. Uh, okay, but anyway, so wi- my point is like, imagine living life where you are afraid of witches and are also convinced that they exist and that Harry Potter is going to bring more of them into life. I don't, I don't know. That'd be, to me, that'd be scary. That sounds kind of badass. Yes, <laughs> scary, but also. Fear is the spice of life, is what I always say to yeah. my victims. That's, I mean, why I to love, that's why I love swimming in the ocean, man. God. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks. Um, Fear boner. So, and then just touching on Psalm 41. Psalm 41 is a big one, kind of. like it, It's an affirmative one. It's the end of book one? Does that make sense yeah. to you? What is the significance yeah. of 41 and 42, like that division? Um, nothing, I think. Just probably that they were like, oh, this is a good spot to cut it. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, because it was like multiple books that were merged. So I guess. Well, the start of 42 is some real freak shit, if we want to say that. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you. Gay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a bad way, but it it does sound like some gay stuff, I guess. Yeah. Fine. I mean, it's fine, obviously. Yeah, we're if, okay with it. 
Yeah, if that's what you and God are up to. When I think of a panting man (laughs) panting on all fours like a deer lust for water, I go, that's kind of gay. Panting for his God daddy. Yeah. It's not, and it's kind of hot. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like a little bit. Ba- you're like a little Bambi, and he's this big bad hunter. Yeah, yeah. You're like you're like a 35 year old priest, and he's like yeah. a young, young <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos. And you're like, how did you get into my chambers? And he's just wearing a fucking cat costume. <laughs> <laughs> and you're I'm like, how are you? Panting. And you're like, how is that tail attached? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. All right, hurry up. We got to keep going. We're like almost halfway through. So much to get through. Um, yeah, but we're good. just go, go. All right, go. all right. Psalm, Psalm fifty sixteen through twenty one. Um, the what is Psalm fifty is the God, the righteous judge, but um, uh, this is a uh, God's response to fools. But to the Ooh. wicked, God says, "What right have you to declare my statutes?" Or take my covenant in your mouth, seeing you hate instruction, and cast my words behind you. When you saw a thief, you consented with him, and have been a partaker with adulterers. You give your mouth to evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother, you slander your own mother's sons. These things you have done, and I kept silent. You thought that I was altogether like you, but I will rebuke you. And set them in order before your eyes. Cool. So it's a little cool little verse, basically be like, yeah, there's a lot of wicked people who like to quote the Bible and, you know, post that shit all over Facebook. And they think that makes it okay. But God yeah. will see you. See, yeah, God knows your heart. Right he'll fuck end. you up. Yeah. Take that. Um, I like Psalm 51. It's specifically David's, uh, basically, David's groveling to God after he fucked Bathsheba. Oh, is that what that one is? Yeah. Oh, have mercy on my on me, oh God, according to your unfailing love, right? It's so funny. He just fucked up. He goes and has a guy murdered so that he can fuck rape her his wife. Yeah. And then he goes to God. He's like, hey, God, remember, you love me. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I know you're probably going to kill me, but you can't. Yeah, remember, remember the our everlasting covenant. Uh, maybe I fucked up a little bit, and and honestly, I, I hope that um, Josh Duggard has access to the psalm in his time. Yeah, he, this is the one he needs. I think this is the one. This is the prayer of repentance for your fucking wayward cock. Yeah, gross. Um, psalm fifty-two: the end of the wicked and the peace of the godly for like the eighteenth time. Same old shit. Yeah, you should be good because good things happen. Don't be wicked because yeah. bad things happen. We know that's not true because of Job, and that's fine. Correct. Uh, and then nothing really interesting until we get all the way to Psalm 110. I like uh, my feather one is in Psalm 91. Read it out. Uh, it's so Psalm 91, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High. Basically, if you listen to God, it'll be great. He'll cover you with feathers. <laughs> and uh, that just sounds fun. It just sounds like dinosaur people. Oh, I like I, it. I was thinking of like you're strapped to the bed, and then there's just oh, so much just and there's like a feather, yeah, like he, just, a pillow fight. Well, I was gonna say you're tied to the bed, and someone's just tickling your belly with a feather. Uh, you're like okay. Milo. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it could also be like a t- a tar and feather situation, which isn't oh, as positive. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pain can't be pleasure. 
That's true. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay, which one are we going to? 104? Psalm 110. This one's 110, an interesting sorry. one. And there's a lot of psalms. I, I, I kind of want to get into it. There's a lot of psalms. Oh, fuck. We missed it. Psalm 22 I wanted to mention. Let's go back. Oh, pop in. Pop in. Psalm, it doesn't matter, Psalm dude. We're free for him. Psalm 22. I was going to get into it because I wanted to talk about... Uh, my Bible constantly mentions messianic... Messianic? Messy? Messianic. Messianic? Whatever. I think. Messianic prophecies and messianic psalms is that later in the new testament jesus and his homies are going to quote a lot of psalms and the ones they quote are given higher visibility and like oh yeah we'll wait till john quotes this shit or or wait till paul says this shit or whatever blah 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 you know but psalm 22 is an interesting one because my bible claims this is the prophecy that predicts the crucifixion Ooh. Is that, you know, um, Psalm uh, David is talking about suffering, praise, and the posterity of the Messiah is what mine quoted. But again, who knows? But um, he's talking about being surrounded and beaten and all the horrible things that are happening to me. And he says, I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like a pot shard and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing, they cast lots. So apparently in the New Testament, this is the big one that my Bible mentions, is that there's going to be a lot of things that are mentioned in the book. The Old Testament is like, oh, yeah, the Messiah will be marked by this. Or there's just vague shit like this. This isn't really mentioning. David is saying, me, myself, I am having my hands and feet pierced, and they are tearing my clothes and doing lots for them. Yeah, because then he immediately after that says, but you're still there, God, and you come and help me. Yeah. So it already doesn't apply. Yeah. And then the other thing is, I'm sure that casting lots for a king's clothing would be pretty common, right? Well, in the New Testament, allegedly, yeah, one, I know. Jesus, I, I, I'm reading this, but Jesus will have his hands and feet pierced, and then they will take his clothes, and the Roman guards will cast lots to split them up. Correct. Because they put royal purple on him, so that it was like good clothes. So presumably, any time there was an execution... The guards would do that. So it's not even like, ooh, a weird, this happened twice in history type thing. Like, no. Yeah. They pro- you know, they did it all the time. In war, they would you'd kill an officer and be like, I got his boots. And be like, no, yeah. man, you got to fucking rock, paper, scissors for that shit. You got to flip a coin. I want his watch. You know, uh, yeah. fine. But and it says all my bones are on display. That didn't happen to Jesus. So he was pretty jacked. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. I'm just saying his, like his, the, the all my bones are on display to me reads as I was left up wherever I was executed to have the birds like eat my flesh. Uh, I thought he was anorexic, you know? No. Like, I think, oh, like, you can see my ribs. Like he was left there so long that his bones were on display. Well, that's how that, I read it. to that point, most of the prophecy fulfillment through Jesus, like, oh, this was mentioned in the Old Testament, and then Jesus did it. Almost all of it can be ascribed, well, yeah, of course Jesus did it. He knew what was up. He's going to recreate those events. You know, like, oh, and then there shall be a donkey that comes in on Tuesday the 11th. And he's like, yeah, let me get a donkey. I'm going to go in there on Tuesday. You know, it's not hard to reproduce these events. But what they're saying is that the Roman guards that split up Jesus's shit would not have known 
about this psalm, and there's no way they could have predicted it. So this was a true fulfillment of prophecy. Whatever. Yeah. Even though, obviously, you know, and then they will drag me through the streets. Like, how would the guards have known to drag him through the streets? Like, well, that's what they fucking do. Yeah, what else are they going to do? Fucking helicopter you to just the crucifixion bur- just site? Just bury you in your gold chains? No fucking way. Shoot you out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. But I, I wanted to get to that because that's a an example of a quote-unquote messianic psalm. Or something that predicts the existence of Christ. Yes. Blah, 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 okay. blah, blah. But the other one I want to get to is Psalm 110. Yeah. I uh, They mentioned... I'm just going to read it. It's another quote-unquote... my Lord. Another quote-unquote prediction of the Messiah. Um, about how God will send a rod out of Zion and rule in the midst of his enemies and create a new fucking world order, whatever the fuck. Um... I want to get to the one. Uh, The Lord, your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power, in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. You have the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and and will not relent. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Who is Melchizedek? Melchizedek is a priest that spoke to Abraham before he became Abraham. Okay. A Melchizedek priest is a priest that is ordained by God directly and not ordained by Levite blood. Ah, so, so like a hand-picked yes, player. Which will then create the sort of legal precedence for Jesus. Yeah, he's like a walk-on to the football team. I guess. It's more like... Like wasn't part of the normal scouting process, didn't play in high school, but this motherfucker showed up and God's like, this right. guy can And it used tackle. to be like, sorry. Well, so when Jesus comes back, allegedly, or shows up for yeah. the first time. When? Yeah, when? When? Um, he's a no, Ju- I think I'm going to go with the Jewish one. He's a Judean. He didn't come yet. He's a Judean, sure. He's a Judean, okay. right? He's not a Levite. Yeah. He has no authority to priesthood. So this kind of verse is kind of, they're, they're pointing to this as, ah, actually, if you recall, there was a higher order of priests that did exist. The Melchizedek's types. Melchizedek is a fucking person. But yeah. Melchizedek type priests, who can just be fucking priests? They're ordained by God. God spoke to them. They're priests. They're different than prophets. They're legitimate fucking priests ordained by God. So they're going to like claim that as some kind of legal precedent for why Christ can be a priest. And kind of how down the road we Even all can Judean. be. Yeah, we all can have a relationship with God the same way Melchizedek did. Dope. So, because now we're all little Melchizedek's running around, doing you know, doing little sacrifices in my backyard, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do you think I keep cats the goats and stuff? Away? Yeah, <laughs> you can't just get a goat these days. Yeah, goats are, are um, okay. Hard to that's one ten. That's fun. Is there any more messianic ones? Uh, I mean, there's a bunch in there, but none that I cared about. I mean, they're, Psalm one nineteen is huge. That's fun. Well, let's talk like about five. Psalm one fifteen first. Unless you want to do okay. 119. 115 is kind of its own separate, completely different, divergent thought process. Well, I was just saying, Psalms 119 is like five pages long for some reason. Oh, which one is that about? I don't know. It's like split. The chapter 119 is even split into like little things. It's so long. Oh, mine calls it Meditations on the Excellency of the Word of God. You know, oh, God walks in the way of the law of the Lord and his fucking laws are great and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I got it. Um, Dope. 115 we've touched upon 
But 115 is basically like, look at those fucking losers over there, and they're gods made of wood and stone. Our god is so much fucking better. He's ethereal. He's the fucking clouds. He's the he's yeah. he's he's a, he's a he's a summer brook babbling, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's hot. He's high tide, covering up all that fish stink. You know. Like, <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, yeah, that is pretty cool. But uh, again, just talking about kind of the radicalness of Judaism at the time, especially like at this time, it was commonplace that your God was like a thing. Like you had a statue of a fish with sapphire eyes. And, like that's our God. Nobody fucking touch him, you know? Yeah. And that you could touch it. You could just go over, kick it over, and smash it with a rock. And everyone would be pissed. And would be pissed. You could just hold it hostage. But then you would be God. Yeah. yeah. You could just hold it hostage. Uh, yeah. Which was a classic Assyrian tactic. You know, like, we're just going to take your God and hold on to Oh, it. yeah. That's you why know. they took the Ark. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think the Babylonians, Babylonians took the did. Ark. Yeah. But, but that was it was classic. It was a classic fucking yeah. move. Yeah. You take their God. You could actually hold their God hostage. And you would have a room just filled with other people's fucking gods. And it's kind of mentioned in earlier texts. I think Moses talks about it and Joshua talks about it of like, you know, there's all these gods. Oh, well, it was also mentioned earlier when um, the Philistines took the Ark. Remember that? They captured the Ark and it like, remember because the Ark made its way back home on its own. They put it on the oxen cart and the oxen brought it back home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, it was like a Chernobyl style situation. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It, they they created golden rats and stuff to stop the plague. But the whole point yeah. was that they brought the ark into their holding chamber with the rest of their gods, and they put it in the room with them. And then the rest of those gods, their statues started to crumble. That's and right. That's how they, yeah. They're like, oh shit, this is fucking the real one, you know. Yeah. The irony of it. Oopsies. Yeah, oopsies. Don't do that shit. Yeah. But, you know, just, like when the dog actually catches the mail truck. But it's kind of ironic is that, yeah, the idea of like, oh, our God can't be captured. Our God isn't a thing. He's not a bunch of wood or stone that some asshole fashioned last weekend. And now you idiots worship it. You know, that's not that's not how it goes. Um, Yeah. Even though he was literally captured. But yeah. And this kind of uh, almost unrelated. But I was reading about how the cult of Christianity started in early Roman history. Been reading a little bit of Roman history. I I really want to finish um a brief history of rome uh it's 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 kind of a famous book about the history of rome prior to us getting to the new testament which means i got plenty of time dude listen to mike duncan's podcast i will i'm sure uh i'm trying to remember when i start yeah i've got like some bookmarks i have to get through it's perfect like honestly you'll burn right through it okay well i'll fucking i'll swing by it fine but anyway i want to know more about roman history but the little piece that i read was that when christianity first came on the scene as like a cult there was sort of like people like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, our God was that Christ guy. They're like, the guy that was executed as a criminal? Like, so your God cool. can get his ass kicked by five guards? Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, yeah, that's our God. Like, the guy that we murdered last week. Yeah, that was our God. Your God that's, sucks. You know? That <laughs> scruffy looking nerf herder? <laughs> But, like, what a radical concept of it it was that your god could be a literal criminal executed by the state who you worship, who got his ass kicked by evil and lost big time. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, and that's why we love him. And you're like, that's a fucking – what a weird concept, you know. So it's kind of an odd sort of juxtaposition that in this part of the book and and, and still in the Christianity – the idea of God being better than all the other gods, because you can't just tie him up to a tree and stab him to death. It is funnier because we just keep getting weirder with it, too. 
Because now we're like, all right, so there's these things called thetans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I, whatever you. Uh, you can argue whether or not God is real and whether these events happened and whether yeah. the miracles of Christ had any validity, blah, 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 blah. But I will always be fascinated with the advent of cults and like how, spe- like what specific weird shit can exist in people's minds that they can believe, you know? Yeah. The idea of thetans and volcano aliens, you know, or a comet that you have to wear the right shoes to get onto, you know, like that's all, that seems wild to me. And in keeping with that theme, you know, the idea of a guy getting murdered, like imagine people worshiping George Floyd and then like a hundred years from now, you're like, yeah, you better wear that George Floyd shield. Otherwise you're not going to go into battle. You're like, what the fuck? That seems like such a weird. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what Catholics do with their saints and shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, literally like St. Christopher, if you are traveling, you're supposed to have like a St. Christopher pennant. Or, Or even the idea of their failure as being like a sign of their divinity or something to worship or like, that's what I relate to. Like, yeah, he got a yeah. twice. That's why I fucking worship him. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like something about the humility and the, uh, yeah. the willingness to sacrifice oneself, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe the relateness to it, you know, again, opposite to what we're reading right now, Judaism, you know, God is sure. an unrelatable character. Uh, yes. But the idea that Christ will come in and is someone you could relate to, you know? Yeah. The idea of a God. They're like, know, like, hey, I could have a beer with this God. Yeah, I could have a beer thing. with this God. You know, I bet he eats his steaks well done with ketchup, just like just I like do. Just like me. <laughs> that is a good point. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, a, re- a reversal of the idea of God. Yeah. But yeah, the idea, especially, but at this point, we're coming from the idea of God being a radical concept and Judaism being a radical concept that while they do have the Ark of the Covenant, and that is a vessel that can, God will show up to sometimes, but God doesn't exist in a physical form like the rest of the gods, the, the Canaanite gods that existed at the time of, you know, where it, it is a physical form. And, and uh, with regards to Christianity, that still is true of Christianity. Like they believe Christians believe that God is just as powerful and dangerous as this Jewish God we're talking about. Just that he also, as a metaphor or something, sent down a invulnerable human version of himself or whatever. Invulnerable. He got his ass kicked. Yeah. But he came right back. Like, so. Oh, Oh, that he couldn't die. Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not really dead. I mean, he felt our suffering or whatever. He's like, hey, I'll I'll give a taste of this human thing. I'm still fucking God. God was in up in heaven or whatever the fuck the whole time anyway, right? Like it was like sending out a fucking clone of himself basically to experience it or and like, all right, I'll die for you guys, and it'll be this is. Okay, I will I, become a vessel for your sin as the ultimate yeah. sacrifice. Blah, Honestly, blah, blah, whatever the fuck that it, means. It's more like. It's more like so forever the Jews had to, and we were getting way off track, but forever Jews had to sacrifice lambs, perfect lambs, you know, to mm-hmm. forgiveness for their sins. Which they don't do basically, anymore, I don't think, right? No, they're not allowed to anymore. Mm-hmm. But basically, God was like, all right, I have my favorite lamb, and this lamb is so without blemish that if you kill this one once, you won't have to kill one ever again. So Jesus was more like that. Like, right. he, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, I haven't at read no that point part in Christianity. Of that's my I know at no point in Christianity, though. I'm saying, did this concept of God go away? Like the Christians still have this God. Yeah, you know and I'm saying? not. I'm not arguing with that. God. Yeah, yeah, that, I know. The I know. idea I'm just of God that. is ephemeral and, and, and invincible, but the idea of like 
that he would, you know, again, you're talking about Romans who do not care about Christianity and yeah. do not understand it. That, you know, from their outsider perspective, they're like, what, your God got his ass kicked? It was like, no, you see our God sent himself down to be a perfect lamb as a vessel. They're like, whatever. Fucking take that to your D&D nerdgasm bullshit later. I'm not going to get into your fanfic nonsense, you know. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see, you see. If the Eagles had gone to Mordor, then they would have. Like, <laughs> like, like, like all right, I precisely. Got it, you know. um, uh, and that's any other stand. That's the any last interesting chapters? one. You know, there's okay. one thirty-seven specifically is about. I wish we could go back to Zion because we're living in Babylon. So, yeah. just as kind of. This is one that you could at least point to of like, no, no, no. David couldn't have written all this shit. There's one that's this is like centuries later. Yeah. 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 Um, I would imagine that these were probably written all the way from probably starting with David and then through all the post David Kings up into the exile. Mm-hmm. There was probably some written through like all, you know, through Hezekiah, all those other Kings as they went along. Well, I mean, it just, it just goes to the point of like, if your idea was like, yeah, David wrote all of Psalms and these are his words, blah, blah, blah. You know, it just points to like, well, no, he couldn't have. And probably a lot of the authorship of this is in dispute as a, you know. Yeah. You, you, you certainly can't guarantee that it was all written by David. It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. But it also kind of just throws validity of the authorship of the rest of the stuff through the fucking wind. You know, who knows? For sure. Because they don't do a good job of distinguishing. Yeah. And at the very least, this book was finished after the Babylonian uh, exile period. Yeah. Which yeah. also that Babylonian exile period is also a time where we ascribe a lot of the Bible. As that while the, 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 the Bible was written probably by a lot of Judeans and Levites while in the Babylonian exile. Yeah. Which could yeah. explain why the Judeans get such preferential treatment through Samuel and uh, fucking kings and chronicles and things like that. It adds up. But uh, I'm glad that we're done with this piece of shit. I mean, I know it was only two weeks worth of reading, but like, and honestly, Proverbs is only going to be slightly better. Yeah. I don't know if you've looked at it at all. No, but I, um, I assume it's more of the same. But Psalms and Proverbs are like quite, fancy parts of the Bible. Proverbs is like lots of is like advice or whatever. It's like it's like if Solomon had a fucking Twitter, and mm. we're just going to read his entire timeline. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that on, and I'm gonna pretend it was written by um, Jaden Smith. <laughs> it could very well like, pass as to- that. <laughs> if guns don't kill people, but people kill people, does toast, 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 <laughs> toast? I'm like, bro, shut the fuck. Put up. that shit in proverbs, <laughs> bro. If I wasn't fucking black, I'd be the greatest philosopher of our time. Like, yeah, that's what's. Did he say that? I think so. Yeah, he, was, he nice. said he would be one of the greatest philosophers of all time if he, if some like if he wasn't a young black teen or some shit. I don't no. know if it was necessarily a racist slant um, per se, but it definitely was something like it was like if it wasn't for who my dad was, you guys would take me seriously. Like no, hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, all right. So we're done. That's the whole Bible. There's 150. Yeah. Who cares? I, what is the what is even 150 about? What do they end on here? It just wraps up with here, let all things praise the Lord God. Everything plays the God. You know, if you're playing a trumpet, praise it to God. You know, it reminds me of the John Mulaney bit where he's talking about church. What? Uh, 
like where he's making fun of. Okay, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. I'm not going to do the John Mulaney bit, but yeah, okay. yeah he he's, he just talks about how weird the songs are at church and oh yeah, reads, like we love God and God yeah. is great. It's all the same. Yeah, yep. the bread of God is bread. That whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I actually I, I actually thought of a, uh, of a of a of a bit. I thought of a Jim Gaffigan bit. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I thought of Psalms. I was like, yeah, it's just the same seven things in a different order, as if it's different. And it made me think of Jim Gaffigan's uh, Mexican food bit, where he's like, you ever notice what a scam Mexican food is? It's all the same shit. Like, you ever go, like, what's a chimichanga? And he's like, it's tortilla, cheese, meat, beans, and rice with some fucking veggies <laughs> on it. And you're like, what's a taco? He's like, a tortilla, meat, bean, cheese, and rice with some fucking veggies on it. What's an enchilada? A tortilla with meat, bean, cheese, and rice. What the? Hey, it's all the same shit. <laughs> just cook different. <laughs> just say something in Spanish. I'll bring you some food out. It's all the same. That's how I feel about like Psalms. It's like, like, yeah. what's it about? It's like, so what, what's in this verse? God is great and the wicked get it, you know. And <laughs> what about Psalms forty-seven? God is great and the wicked yeah. get it, you know. And he's perfect. You know, we're shit. You know, yeah, there's like, like you said, seven different ingredients and uh, rehashed and rehashed and put into a casserole and every other fucking way you can serve it. It's like if you had a, a blunt blender and you just took snapshots of it, you just put the seven greens in and you just take a snapshot every 20 seconds and it's all kind yeah. of, yeah, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit, you know, it all tastes the same. Tastes the same. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. So, so that Psalms, you know what the fuck is up. We read the Bible so you don't have to. Ugh. Yeah, Some don't read Psalms. are bad, man. Uh, I guess you could read Psalms if you wanted to do some sort of like a self-punishment, if like if you hurt, hated yeah, yourself. Yeah, if you wanted to say some schmaltzy bullshit on your Facebook to make people think you're a good person, Ooh, yeah. you can go anywhere in this and find it, you know. That's what it's for, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um, I think we're going to talk about some more stuff, but quickly, uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what did you want to talk about? Rudy so was... fucking Giuliani. Oh, yeah. Rudy Giuliani. I but, am uh... so... I, I don't know. I, I'm on Facebook every now and then. just for, And I don't know. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it's good for my mental health. I don't really feel no. mental health. I'm pretty much a, a kind of an aloof sociopath. You know, I don't feel emotions like that. But every now and then I go on Facebook and I do feel anger and rage. And uh, honestly, I think the term might be radicalization. Uh, but yeah. I, but uh, I, I was watching the Giuliani uh, getting his a search warrant put in on his fucking house, and apparently, the Justice Department had been trying to issue a search warrant due to Rudy Giuliani's dealings in Ukraine for years, and political appointees from Trump stymied the efforts. And now that Biden's in power, because elections count, now they're fucking going through yeah. with them, and he got his house searched. Through a search warrant, probably because it deals with the crane. But Rudy Giuliani—that's not even the interesting part. His son, huh? Are you going to talk about his son, Hunter Biden? Uh, no, Giuliani's son. Giuliani has a son. I we'll know. circle back to that. You we'll say so, what you're going to say. Okay, but my point was like, yeah, Giuliani's house, and the way that people are trying to—what I've heard—the general theme is the way people are trying to fucking hide behind it or figure out a way to talk themselves out of it conspiracy theory style is that Giuliani's like yeah yeah they searched my house because um they were looking for Hunter Biden's laptop which I had so I gave it I gave them the laptop they're probably the investigation's probably not on me it's probably for Hunter Biden because he did that thing you know the thing we all know he did because of the laptop that's been sitting in my fucking coffee table since November remember that remember the laptop remember those emails I've had. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Rudy that made that statement. It was his son. 
Oh, is it? I, I, yeah. that, that's why I heard it. You know, it was it was like, yeah, no, it's it's what what they're doing is they're going after Hunter Biden. So it's hilarious. That's Johnny Giuliani, yeah, I think course. is his name. They're all fucking coming guys. out of uh, the tower that his dad lives in to make the statement. But no, what he says is hilarious. He's like, um, yeah, they came in there and they they took all this stuff from my dad. The one piece of evidence they left was the most important one, which is of course that laptop so it's still in the fucking they're uh, like we don't care yeah. about this <laughs> which is weird because i'm not if i'm not mistaken rudy giuliani is a lawyer i mean i, I didn't Correct. see anything that made me think about that in the last four years i never thought oh this guy's a lawyer for sure but you would think a lawyer would know something about chain of custody and like how evidence is and if you had some bombshell fucking laptop that would make your political opponent's son go to prison for life you wouldn't just have it you know, be like, yeah, yeah well, I'm going to have t- me and Tucker Carlson. He's going to come over. We're going to have a few glasses of wine, and then we're just going to fucking look at all the child porn on here. You know, like, that would be. 